0: And now, let's open our hearts and close our eyes and really listen to the beautiful words in this worship song.
1: Come on church, let's just stand to our feet. We're gonna sing this song one last time. Lift those filthy hands of yours to the Lord. And while we're singing this song, I want you to reflect on the amount of times that you've asked God to show himself to you and the amount of times that he has not done that. See, the Bible says that we walk by faith and not by sight. So even if he's never shown himself to even be real to us, we just have to have faith and believe that he is anyway. Amen? Amen. Let's sing this out. You're an absent father. It's who you are. It's who you are. It's who you are. And I'm a of trash It's who I am It's who I am It's who I am and you say you're perfect in all of your ways What about all those innocent people you've erased You say you're perfect in all of your ways That's a little bit soft All right, church, I hope that was uplifting to you. Have a good week, and we'll see you next Sunday. Don't forget to give us 10% of your income before you leave. Pastor John has been wanting to get a new car, and you know that if you give towards his new car fund, that the Lord will surely bless you. All right, I hope you're blessed this week. See you later, church.
2: Welcome back to another horrendous episode of the Burning Eden podcast. I am Beth, your suave, smooth, spicy Satanist,
0: and I'm Mel, your favorite big titty heathen.
2: That's right, and I have no titties, <laughs> just you.
0: Okay, okay.
2: That's why you're the favorite one.
0: Uh, that's right. Fuck yeah. I better be.
2: <laughs> oh, so Mel, how, how was your weekend?
0: Uh, well, to be honest, you know, my knees and throat hurt. Uh, I-
2: i feel like i will regret asking but why um i was
0: screaming uh, screaming <laughs> screaming and moving around a lot you know
2: wait wait did you use more of that lube that you're supposed to be saving for april
0: what no oh my god i was at a wedding and was forced to oh. dance i looked like elaine from <laughs> seinfeld you know the tv show like it was terrible
2: <laughs> that explains the knees but the throat
0: Oh, uh, yeah. So, I don't know how to dance. So, I was screaming the whole time out of fear. You know, like, you know what normal people do.
2: (laughs) So, you were dancing like Elaine and you were screaming. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I need footage of this. Uh, Well, remind me to never dance with you. Oh, whatever. You want to dance with me. Shut up. Mm -hmm. Shut the fuck up. Anyway,
0: (laughs) on today's episode, we have a daddy. Uh, Wait. Oh, no, what? No, no, no. I meant to say a dad who has deconstructed. <laughs> Welcome, oh. Ryan, a.k.a. Deconstructed Dad from TikTok. What's up, Ryan?
2: Happy to be here. So you're a dad and you're deconstructed. That, that, that's cool. I that's am both of those things.
0: Okay, I like it. <laughs> so how are imagine you? Imagine if he's like, no, I'm not a dad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> What's up, man? <laughs>
3: He's like, I'm done with this shit. Yeah, I'm leaving, you know. No, I'm here.
0: (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Well, how's it going, man? Doing okay? I'm
2: doing good. How are you guys? Doing great. Could be
0: better, you know.
1: Uh,
2: Don't listen to Mel. Um, I hear that you are expecting a new baby. We
3: are. My wife and I have a... Fifteen-month-old son currently, and she's gonna have our second son any day now. So,
0: oh, two boys!
3: Gonna have a couple crazy guys running around. (laughs) Guys,
2: congratulations! Thank you.
0: I I give all the credit, honestly, to like the people who can handle having kids. Because I could not. Uh, yeah, or you know?
2: women who able to push out a human being. That's what you I'm
0: know? saying. <laughs> like what? <laughs> crazy. But it's, it's our fault because yeah. you know Eve sinned, and you know we it, it has to be painful for us. So, you know. Yeah,
2: you, you push sinful. out a watermelon. Yeah, thanks a lot, Eve. Thanks, Talk a to the kitchen woman. Thanks, Eve. Silence, woman. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. On your knees. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> well, holy shit. Yeah, I don't. I don't plan on ever having a baby. Yeah, same here. Um, um yeah, no, not planning on getting pregnant. Not for everybody. Uh, have- that's totally oh, cool.
0: This is true. Yeah, but I fully support yeah. like anybody who wants to have kids because that's that's an adventure. To say I, I I will gladly be like the crazy aunt, you know, the but crazy. never a mother. <laughs> but
2: yeah, it's cool when you can give them back.
0: Yes, put yeah. all the sugar in them and then send them back. <gasps>
3: I used to think that until I became a parent, but I was like, no, 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 no. Let's just not give them sugar. They can, they can chill.
0: They can chill. <laughs> They're good with
3: their Cheerios.
2: Oh,
0: <laughs> fuck yeah, Cheerios. Cheerios is the shit. I love it. <laughs>
2: Well, anyway, welcome to this Shed Show. Uh, We appreciate you being here. Thank you for having me. And before we start with a full interview, we would like to hear the Bible verse of the day. So Mm. what do you have for us, Ryan?
3: Yeah, so just a little bit of a background since this is just a podcast. Nobody's actually seeing. I am a bald man. Mm. So uh, this verse is really near and dear to my heart because my entire life I was told that the Bible was a love letter from God to me. And so oh, I should always wow. see what it is he's saying to me in the verses. So okay. with that Good. background, right. we're I'm going excited. to read 2 Kings chapter 2, starting uh-huh. with verse 23. It says, Elisha left Jericho and went up to Bethel. As he was walking along the road, a group of boys from the town began mocking him and making fun of him. Go away, Baldy, they chanted. Go away, Baldy. Elisha turned around and looked at them and cursed them in the name of the Lord. Then two bears came out of the woods and mauled 42 of them. Amen. Amen. Yeah, so I, what I feel like the Lord is saying to me through that verse is like, anytime anybody wants to make fun of me for my lack of hair, I can just call down a curse from God and he'll send some bears to, to maul him. I so, mean,
2: yeah. that is the most uh, sensible and logical, logical yeah, yeah. appropriate uh, punishment. Yeah, yeah.
3: Absolutely. And he just loves me so much and not those other people, obviously. So, obviously. if I, I, mean, they're, if they're I kids, call down a curse you know. from him, then fuck them. They can, oh, wait, can I cuss on here?
0: Abso- oh, absolutely. Fuck yeah. Oh, my God. You can do that. Uh, yeah. Want. So, if,
3: if they want to make fun of me, like, <laughs> fuck them. God's going God's to gonna send some bears to, to maul them.
0: Yes. 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 Amen. I love that. All right. Yes. Well,
2: I, so, I hope I that I was just just an encouraging
3: know. word uh, mm. from the Lord to you guys tonight. Such was, an all loving great. God right there. Let me tell absolutely. you. Absolutely. Makes
0: my
2: heart fussy cause
0: you like a bear god damn it shut the fuck up oh my god i hate you i'm gonna i'm gonna call down fucking two she bears wait you, you, you have to be bald
3: though it only works for bald people shave
0: his ass it only
3: works for bald. Yeah, that you curse? will
0: shave me and send me to two bears only only damn. bald people can
3: use that curse you gotta damn. you gotta come up with your okay, own curse
0: it. if i pay you 20 dollars, <laughs> oh, i'm sorry twenty two fifty. Who would you c- c- call that a curse on my friend Bev here? <laughs> oh,
3: that's Listen. a little low in price. I'm gonna oh negotiate sixty nine dollars or something.
0: Hey, nice. <laughs> See, that's that's uh, that's worth it right there. I'm telling you. <laughs> Fifty five episodes later, boxes. man. Let finally, out. God. Anyway, thank you for sharing Damn, that. Man. That was amazing.
3: Yeah, yeah sure. thank you. Just I very encouraging.
0: That. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm. Love the um, Bible. Yeah, God. <laughs> um, so, uh, for, the, for those who don't know, we found you on TikTok. So, mm-hmm. um, we would love to know your religious background and how you got to where you are today.
3: All right. Let dun, me dun, dun, uh, dun, 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 dun. Uh, try to keep it short.
0: Um, no, I mean, no, no you don't have short. to. So yeah. I... It's in your story.
3: <laughs> Let's see. So, I until I was probably like 22 or 23, uh, always believed in a God. I was born and raised into church. I think I was baptized when I was like weeks old, Mm -hmm. um, born and raised in the the Lutheran church. So that's just like one step away from Catholicism. Um, I'm pretty sure if I remember correctly, uh, Lutherans, like they broke off from the Catholic church and like, Kept a lot of the same right. stuff, but dropped a so few it's things. A branch of a branch. Um, so it's like <laughs> pretty similar to Catholicism. So like oh. pretty uh, conservative and all that fun stuff. Mm. And then right. uh, up until I was like ten, that's the only church I ever attended. And then my parents divorced, and my dad started going to a uh, non-denominational church in the area. Mm-hmm. Um, it's actually yeah. really funny though because. Uh, on one of my TikToks the other day, somebody commented and said uh, they've learned that non-denominational pretty much just means Baptist with a drum set and yeah, an electric guitar. Much. So, oh my god, that was really funny. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, pretty, oh it was not denominational, but like Baptist. Uh, mm-hmm. And so, the way it worked when we were growing up, after they got divorced, is we went back and forth from each like each of their houses every week. So we'd spend one week at the Baptist church one week at the Lutheran church and back and forth, mm. whatever. Oh, Wow. Um, Did that until I graduated from high school and then uh, went to college and started going to a super like hipster, like I think they would consider themselves pretty progressive, but still mm. uh, not very progressive, pretty conservative still. Uh, went to that church for – four or five years um, pretty much like the first two churches as I was growing up until then I kind of just always attended church uh, mm-hmm. and then when I started going to this really like progressive super hipster it was like a church for college kids pretty much like it was mm-hmm. all just college-age mm-hmm. people there um, really got into I was I a musician so uh, oh, really okay. got into like playing uh, drums or guitar services. Um, And then from there kind of figured like, you know, I kind of think this is pretty cool. Maybe I can do this for a living and started to pursue like, uh, it's called worship leading. So worship music is the singing song part of uh, church services. Um, So kind of started pursuing that thinking like, oh, that's a pretty cool thing. Maybe I'll do that as a career
2: LMAO. Um <laughs> so, uh, that's a career like using music to teach uh you know. Yeah, like, so like religion. people people What's were it?
3: like employed by the church, like that was their job. They made a living oh. like playing music at the church and oh. uh oh. like leading the song portions or whatever. And it obviously included all kinds of stuff throughout the week of like planning and like setting up who's gonna be playing what and practices and all this kind of stuff. But it was a, it was a job and i was like oh someone else is getting wow. paid to do something like that like that's pretty cool if i could make a living doing something with music then wow. i want to try to pursue that for myself as well so oh, uh that's
2: cool have you have you thought of making sorry to interrupt no, no, I mean, you thought of making uh, parody songs oh, is that yeah. something that you're into <laughs> uh,
3: so yeah i actually uh, i actually did do a tiktok a couple weeks ago um, mm-hmm. there's a, a song that was like really popular uh, when I was like about to leave the church for probably like the year before I left. Um, and mm-hmm. I actually did end up becoming a worship leader. So that was my job. So I was like uh, employed by the church and like leading the worship and leading the music portions of uh, of the yeah. services. And so like I did that for years and years. And so I, I still play the guitar and I nice. had all those songs memorized uh, and all the lyrics and the melodies and everything they were repeated over and over and over so they're still stuck in my head so the other day I was like you know I'm just going to fuck around and uh try to make a TikTok uh like making fun of the the song and how right. like evangelical churches like music goes uh, because yeah. you know it's really manipulative and very yep. repetitive. Um, of course, and so yeah. yeah, I did end up actually doing like a parody and <laughs> changing the words. The, the words of the song say, like, you're a good, good father, and I just started singing, uh, <laughs> you're an absent father. Uh, oh, and, yeah. and like worship leaders are really like prone and like taught to, like, okay, you sit there and you like set the mood with the music, and then you like talk all like sweet and like monotone mm. or not monotone, but just like sweet and and like you got to just get into their emotions and let them like feel it and, course, and all that know. stuff and so like before you even start singing the songs you have to like kind of lead them into it with like this kind of voice and so mm. i'm sitting like in the in the I'll tiktok stop. i made in the tiktok i made i kind of just strumming my guitar and i'm just like come on guys we just have to to know that like no matter how many times we've asked god to reveal himself to us and just reflect on the amount of times that he's actually never done that and just take <laughs> just take the words of the bible that say we have to walk by faith and not by sight so so even though oh. he's never shown himself to us we just have to believe that he's there amen and then i start seeing like you're an absent father you're an absent father and and then like obviously evangelical uh christianity is all about telling you how shitty you are as a person as well and so oh, yes. uh, and so the second verse of that song goes like you're a good good father but i changed it to absent father and then uh <laughs> the second part says and i am uh loved by you i think and i just said like and i'm a piece of trash it's who i am <laughs> like uh like so yeah oh it, it's God. fun it was uh honestly pretty cathartic because i like it's really yeah. weird because I, I was a musician for like my entire life i started playing music when i was like 10 Uh, and so I've been playing music for a big majority of my life. Um, and then because like for a huge chunk of it, I was like doing music within church. Like that's all I was doing. Mm -hmm. Um, so it's like a connection that I still make. Even now I haven't been in church for like six years. Um, but it's still this weird thing. Like it's still hard for me to sit down and even play music anymore, which sucks Mm -hmm. because it like used to be like my biggest passion. The thing I was like the most like. I loved it. Um, but it's really hard for me to sit down and like even play anymore without feeling weird, like connections to, Damn. to like church and that kind of stuff. And so, yeah. uh, it was actually weirdly like pretty cathartic to take the words that like I used to sing and switch them to how I feel now. Um, totally. hey, so yeah. like I did that and then like that kind of blew up a little bit on TikTok, and with like a bunch of people who like come from the evangelical church as a background and they're like, Holy shit. Like I love that song and like, worship music really triggers me, but uh, that was actually pretty healing to hear, like, you should do more, and I haven't really sat down and tried to, like, uh, think of any more to do yet, but uh, it was pretty cathartic, so I might uh, try to do some more.
0: I'm sure it'll go viral, because... It's therapeutic. Very much so. A little bit,
3: yeah, because yeah, because, like I said, it's taking how I actually feel now, and, like, worship music is not honest, like, Mm -hmm. uh, it's (laughs) just, like perpetuates all this bullshit that they teach within Christianity and uh-huh. you just like repeat it over and over and over and it's like I felt more honest in that 60 second TikTok that I made because it was how I actually felt now uh yeah. right with what I had saying there even though it was like parody and making fun of it um yeah it was like pretty therapeutic and and really cathartic yes
0: uh-huh. i'm here for this <laughs> that's fucking cool yes that's amazing but yeah
3: yeah, so uh, we, we'll see. I might yeah. do some more.
0: Yeah, do it. Fuck yeah.
3: I don't know if I can I get sued for a copyright or anything, is... but.
2: <laughs> I mean, that is definitely a way of um, unpacking, mm. you know, the trauma. Um, I don't know if you were necessarily traumatized by bullshit music. Oh, yeah, worship for sure. Yeah. I, I, I think so. Yeah,
3: yeah. And like, I agree with like a lot of what people were saying in the comments too, like, yeah, worship music is super traumatic when it's something that um, you come out of Christianity and realize how manipulative Uh it was and how it was used to make you feel like, oh, you were feeling God's Mm. presence or you were like in a trance, basically, like it's, it's the music. It wasn't, it wasn't Mm -hmm. God and it wasn't the Holy Spirit. And it wasn't all this stuff that they tell you that it is. And so coming out of it, it's like, shit, even like specific chord progressions i'm like oh i connect that to music that i sing in the church like so yeah i i totally get what kind of comments they were saying interesting of like like, yeah Yeah. it was it was traumatic and and it's super triggering
2: yeah for sure yeah that's great that you got to that point that you feel comfortable yes you know being able to mock this you know yeah and it was like weird because
3: uh i was just home with my son uh And I just like took my guitar out and started playing it. I wasn't planning on doing that or anything. Mm -hmm. And like I said, like, I make this weird connection with the music to like, uh, like even playing my guitar just to like church music. So it's weird, even though like, obviously I don't believe in that stuff anymore. And I don't even like sing those songs anymore or whatever. And I haven't listened to them for years and years. Like Mm -hmm. when I sit down with a guitar, I gravitate towards starting to like play those songs because it's what I played for so long. Um, So I didn't necessarily even plan on doing it. I sat down with my guitar just to like play with my son for a little bit and then just started strumming those chords. And I was like, oh, this is weird. And then like, I just started singing it and I was like, holy shit, like, Uh I think there might be something here. And so I didn't even sit and think, okay, I'm going to sit down and plan this TikTok out and I'm going to change these lyrics. Like I just started singing and I was like, all right, I'm going to pull my phone out real quick because I think this is actually pretty funny.
0: This might be a thing. Yeah. yeah.
3: I mean, not, not. (laughs) like hoping it goes viral or anything but just like oh a lot of people follow me who were also traumatized by the church so maybe they'll connect with this also
0: yes they they would appreciate (laughs) it and it it, honestly it only takes one person like if Mm -hmm. if you can affect one person you know positively for sure you know so yeah keep keep doing that i i think it'll it'll make a big difference i think yeah Mm um so Okay, so you were a worship leader or you you eventually got to be a worship leader. Yeah, so how did you oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. No go go. Uh yeah,
3: so I kind of uh skipped out of the like the rest of my backstory. So uh okay. so I spent like uh-huh. a few years at that uh really like hipster geared towards college age students church, mm-hmm. um until I ended up moving back home. Um and then from there, I started going to an Assemblies of God church. Uh, I don't know if you guys are familiar with Assemblies of God no, at all. No, it sounds familiar, it's, but I'm not it's sure. like really, really, really weird shit. Uh, so <laughs> Assemblies of God is like very Pentecostal. So the first time I ever went there, um, I had pretty much ever gone only ever gone to like really conservative churches. Like everyone's just kind of quiet, and the pastor does his thing. But the first time I went to this church, like. It was the first place i ever experienced people like speaking in tongues or oh. like when pastors would come and pray for people and they would like fall on the ground and i would stand back and be like what the fuck is going on <laughs> oh uh, like the first few times i went there i was like this is some weird shit um but i had gone there with a friend and he like played music there and he was like hey can you you want to just come and like jam and play at my church for this service and i was like yeah sure whatever um so i went there and started playing music And I was like, okay, well, even though this shit is kind of weird to me, uh, like it's a cool place to be able to just go and play music. Um, Mm -hmm. And so at that point I was at an Assemblies of God church. I like just attended and just like volunteered is what they call it. But it's when churches take people who can play instruments or can basically do anything that they need for their services to run. And they Mm -hmm. like just make people or don't make people. They, they trick them into, Oh, you can use your your gifts and your talents to to serve the Lord, oh, and so it's oh. unpaid labor that's for them. <laughs> so
2: exactly, that's reminding me of Jake when we interviewed Jake Crom. He it was the same thing, right? They saw, oh, you have talent, right? We want you to basically work for us for free. That's, yeah, for sure. That's yeah. what that's that's, that's
3: the church's that's, thing. They churches would yep. not be able to run uh, without the unpaid labor from volunteers. So they, Uh they like try to pull you in and try to like hype you up like, Oh, you're really talented. God's really given you talents. You need to, to Mm. turn that back and and give them back to him. So if you can play music, you need to play on the worship team. Or if you can, uh, if you're savvy with like lighting or with, uh, Mm -hmm. like the soundboard or anything like that, or whatever they can pull you in to get them to do or get you to do something for them for free. They are all about that. So, Mm -hmm. um, yeah. So for the first couple of years I was there, I just attended and I just, uh, like volunteered and played on, on the worship teams and played, uh, drums, guitar, like all kinds of stuff. Um, and then it got to the point where this church had multiple different like campuses. So there's like a few cities, like in the surrounding area Mm -hmm. where I'm at. And so like, there was this main church and then in all these other cities, there was like smaller versions of it basically. So they could keep everyone within their little cult, but even have them in like different cities. They didn't have to come all to the same building or whatever. Um, so then I started off at the, the, like the big main church, um, just volunteering there. And then they were like, Mm -hmm. Oh, well, we have this job opportunity at this other campus over here, uh, where you can be a worship leader. And so I actually did become a worship leader at that point. Um, yeah. And, Like that was my job, but Mm -hmm. I don't know if you could even really call it a job, even though I spent (laughs) a majority of my time there and, uh, whatever they, they paid me on like a stipend. So they didn't have to pay me any overtime because there was, uh, multiple days a week. I was there like 12 plus hours a day. Um, Uh, and this is the thing too, is they're like, oh, cool. We're going to hire you as a worship leader. But then they found out like, oh. You also know how to do stuff with lighting? Oh, you also know how to do stuff oh, with the God. soundboard? Oh, you also uh basically like anything that they saw like potential in me to be able to do for them. They were like, "Okay, well we hired you as a worship leader, but because you're on staff here, we're going to also give you all these other uh jobs basically that you also have to do. We're not going to pay you oh, any more please. than what we we agreed to pay you because you're just like serving the Lord and you're just uh <laughs>
2: Spending all this extra time, time. <laughs> volunteering. Uh, right. So. Yes.
1: You know, just. God damn it. Free labor.
2: fucking bullshit, man. Free labor. Oh.
1: God,
2: I hate that. So what are some of the duties that a worship leader does? I have no idea. So, Aside from leading worship. so <laughs> Wow. Like I said,
3: I was ah. given so many different things I had to do. So by the yeah. time I left this church, uh, my duties included uh, we had Sunday services. We had, uh, two and then they were about to move it to like a third service on Sunday mornings. So I had to be Mm -hmm. there at like five 30 AM because they also put me in charge of going and like unlocking the church and getting all the lights turned on. So I was the first one at the church. So I'm there like five 6 AM every Sunday, uh, I had to get everything set up as far as like lights, unlock all the doors, make sure all the doors are open, blah, blah, blah. And then uh-huh. from there had to, uh, like lead the music portion of services three different times. Um, and that included like teaching all these, uh, volunteer musicians, like what kind of stuff we were going to do at this point and what kind of mm. stuff we're going to do at this point. And just basically like mm. leading the music portion of the service. Um, and like yeah, leading all these other like volunteer musicians as well. Um, And so like, I'm up there, I'm singing all the songs. I'm like the band leader, you would say whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So that's what you would have thought I would, that's, that's the only thing you would have thought I would have done as a worship leader. But right. that was, Jeez. that was just one of the things they had me doing. Then we also had Wednesday night <sighs> services. So I also had to be there and lead the music portion on Wednesday night services. But then we had, they called them their staff meetings where everybody who was employed by this church or like the high up leaders would get together, uh, on Wednesday mornings and like talk through their services and talk through Mm -hmm. what the plans were for the upcoming weeks and blah, blah, blah. And so those meetings were at 7am on Wednesday mornings. Their their services on Wednesday nights didn't start until 7pm. I lived 20 minutes away, so I wasn't going to go home, uh, after oh. my, cause I was supposed to work like an eight hour day, whatever. Cause that was my yeah. like work schedule. And then if I was to go home, I'd be home for like 45 minutes before I had to leave and come back for the 7 PM service. So those were one of the days where I was like oh, Jesus. getting there at 7 AM for the meeting and their service would start at 7 PM would go until like eight 30, nine o'clock. So I'm working Fuck. like 14 hour days on Wednesdays. Yeah. Uh, so we had the Sundays where I did that Wednesdays where I did that. And then they also put me in charge of all the other volunteers that like round the soundboard, uh, at even at evangelical churches during like the the music portion, there's like words up on screens and there's um, programs on the computer that volunteers also sit and you have to teach them how to like move along with mm-hmm. the songs and change the words. It's like Jesus karaoke. Like they put the, the words up on the screen. Uh, <laughs> right, and right. So I'm, in, I'm in charge of like, all the volunteers that uh, are signed up to do this like specific thing all of them that are designed to do this specific thing and mm-hmm. like it's my job to like do the scheduling for like months on end uh of like who's going to do what on what days and then there's always people that are like oh well i can't do this on this day anymore so i have to do all that stuff as well and then they mm-hmm. ended up putting me in charge of um like a college age bible study because they're like oh you're a college age person you can
1: College age you, college. you can like
3: start <laughs> start a a ministry that will encourage more college age people to come to our church because Oh
2: my god. I don't know. So then they
3: put me in charge of doing that. And then they had me going. We had like a church van. They had me going and like picking up people to come to church who didn't have like rides to the church. So I, I did all kinds of shit. Uh
2: so it was the church of Ryan, basically. Basically.
1: You, no, no, we it, was about, it was all
3: about it was all about Jesus, but
2: Oh, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, but, but Ryan,
3: Ryan was doing all the work for Jesus.
0: <laughs>
2: Jesus is so Fuck. lazy, G-
3: and they paid me like you, nothing, like, I had to end up getting a, say, a job at yeah. Starbucks on top of all that to oh, even pay my bills. Gosh.
2: Um, I was gonna say, How are you affording anything? Yeah, I, <laughs> I'm sure
3: they, they didn't pay hardly pay, pay me anything, so well. on top of all that. I'm also working part-time at Starbucks, telling Starbucks, like, oh, hey, you can schedule me any days, but Sundays and Wednesdays, because those are my days for Jesus. Uh, <laughs> oh, no. And like, ah. So, I didn't ever have days off, because I would always work at Starbucks oh. on the days where I wasn't at church, oh, and then the shit. days at church were, like, 12-hour days. So, it was, like, a lot.
2: God, God damn it! I wow. was <laughs> um, sorry, dude. But, yeah, yeah, so that was,
3: like, the at the Assemblies of God Church. <laughs> so, that was, like, the speaking in tongues, the people falling over when they're prayed for the just like crazy shit.
2: Slain in the spirit. Yeah, exactly.
3: (laughs) Yeah. There was this one lady one time that came for like this special prayer service and she like, like was supposedly like anointed by God and uh, God spoke to her about what people were going through. And, and she would tell Uh them like, I feel like God's saying this to you, blah, blah, blah. But like, this lady had her special prayer slippers that she had to put on. No. And so she, what? like before she got up, she had to <laughs> change out of her shoes into her prayer slippers because Duh. God, God wouldn't speak to her unless she was wearing her specific, like anointed prayer slippers.
0: Yeah. that is amazing.
3: weird shit. And like, I look back on this <laughs> stuff now and I'm like, what the fuck did I do staying there for so long? Like I, <laughs> there was so much stuff in that man. church where I was like, man, this is so weird. I don't even know if I believe in this kind of stuff, but this is my job. And that was another thing too, Uh, as far as like my deconstruction went, is like for probably like a year before I even ended up leaving the church, I was Mm -hmm. just like, I don't even know if I believe in any of this stuff. Some of this stuff is really weird Mm -hmm. to me. At that point, I, like I said, I I grew up Christian. I grew up in the church. So I was always told for my entire life, like the Bible is true. The Bible is God's word. Everything in the Bible Mm -hmm. is like you don't question God, you don't question the Bible, blah, blah, blah. But for like the year before I left the church, I like started questioning things. And I was like, I don't know if I even necessarily align myself with what the Bible teaches. Um, Yeah. But because I was employed by the church, and that was where part of my income was coming from. It's like, well, shit, I have these questions. And I have these things that I don't necessarily agree with. But it's a lot yeah. different than if you're like attending a church and decide like, oh, I don't know if I agree with this stuff and you can just be like, okay, I'm not going to go there anymore. We're here. Yeah. It was like, exactly. this is my job. Like I don't of necessarily yeah, I believe too. in this, but here we go. Okay. going to uh-huh. put this mask on and act like I do. Cause I got to pay my bills. Wow. So
0: my question is, was it the prayer slippers that made you start <laughs> questioning? No, like, that <laughs> was that the straw that broke the camel's back or like- no.
3: Uh, what, just, was there an event? You know, there was just all kinds of stuff. Like not necessarily an event, not necessarily okay. like a specific thing that happened. But I just started like mm-hmm. questioning things. Like uh, I was taught my entire life, like homosexuality is a sin, mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. I had friends who were gay, and I'm like, there's nothing wrong with these people. These people right. are uh-huh. nicer and like yes. better people than yep. the people that I'm surrounded with in the church. Um, yep, and <laughs> so like homosexuality was a big thing that made me start questioning. Like this is a big no, no within Christianity. So I don't know why mm-hmm. I'm here. I don't know if I even align with that. Um, there was that. And then the idea of hell, um, I started listening uh, to, right? there's all kinds of like progressive Christians or like all kinds of different views on hell. It's like, Oh, hell is somewhere where you're going to actually burn for eternity. Or then people think like, Oh, hell doesn't actually exist. You're just going to not exist. Uh, annihilationism, I think is what they call it. Um, where you're mm. just annihilated and then that's it. Um, oh. I could be wrong, but I think that's maybe what that's called. Um, but I was just like, I don't think I agree with like the idea of hell. And then all kinds of questions of like, God is supposedly so loving. Like I heard for my entire life that God is love, but if he's love, then how could he send somebody to hell? Um, right. and if he's like sp- supposedly like, so forgiving, right. like how could there be something so bad that somebody could do that, he wouldn't forgive them. Um, just all these things that, like, I, I heard for my entire life uh, that I started questioning and thinking critically about. Like, there
2: were like little things here and yeah, there, yeah, and just just little world. things. Okay. It wasn't
3: necessarily yeah. ever a big enough thing where I was like, okay, uh-huh. this is the final straw. But it was just like small things right. that I was questioning. Um, and then, as I'm questioning these kind of things, like I said, I'm still showing up to these services. I'm still like putting a mask on and faking it in front of all these people. And like throughout that time I like was super struggling with like pretty bad depression. I had really bad anxiety because I'm sitting here being fake in front of all these people Um, and nobody knows it. I'm the only one that knows it. Um, So I'm like putting on a show, Mm -hmm. excuse me. Um, And it just gets to the point where I like tell my pastor like, Hey, I feel really depressed. I feel really anxious. And uh, the only thing he does is says, Oh, well, are you reading your Bible and are you praying because Jesus gaslighting away from you? Jesus will make you feel better. If, if you're feeling depressed, like you must not be praying or you must not be reading your Bible. But I'm like, yep. dude, you told me like, if I wake up an hour or two early every day and pray and read my Bible first thing in the morning, like Jesus is going to like help me and I'm going to have a better life. And I was like, I'm doing that. And, uh, mm-hmm. nothing's changing. Like I'm still depressed. Uh, I'm still really anxious. Um, so that's all the help I was getting as far as yeah. anything from the church went. They also had like, uh, these pastors who were therapists, they would call themselves, but I don't oh, think they were no. actually therapists. Mm-hmm. Um, they're like within the church. Um, yep. and so I was like, well, I'm going to go to them and see if like, they can help me out. Then that's a little more serious than just reading my Bible and praying. And it was pretty much right. the same thing I would go. And they'd be like, do you have any sin that you need to confess? Because maybe, uh maybe you're sinning and maybe that's why you're feeling so uh depressed or blah 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 and so like at that point i'm like yeah you know what i think i am like struggling with this or i am struggling with this and it was basically like a confession type thing like i would sit there and confess all this shit to them and then they'd be like okay well now we're gonna pray with you so it was the same thing it was just like oh well praying is gonna fix everything but it didn't um (laughs) and like (laughs) Oh I don't God. know if you guys.
2: That's fucking, yeah, oh. I hate. I'm sorry to No, no, no you're out, good. But I fucking hate that shit. Uh, the gaslighting, you know, it's like, yeah. oh, you you feel this way, it's your fault. You yeah, for sure. It yeah, uh, that is just such fucking manipulation.
3: Mm-hmm, absolutely. Yeah, it's and sad. And like, uh I don't know if you guys are aware of like what purity culture is either. Like, of course, yes. I yeah. grew up in purity culture. I grew up thinking oh, like. No. Uh, I'm so glad this isn't on TikTok so I can just talk about stuff and not worry about it getting yeah, me no, you're taken oh, yeah. off or anything. But like, uh, like I was a like teenage dude or like dude in my young twenties. So it's like, yeah, I am exploring my sexuality. I want to look at porn. I want to do this. I want to do that. And they're like, right. Oh, that's so sinful. You can't do that. If you look at porn, mm-hmm. you're going to go to hell. If you do anything with yeah. a girl, you're going to go to hell. You're going to do this and that. And it's like, uh, and so that was like my biggest quote unquote struggle was like sexual mm. sin. They would call it. Um, yeah. And so anytime I would go to this like therapist pastors, it would always be like, yeah, I looked at porn again this week. And they're like, Oh, well, you know, that's not good. Um, we're going to pray, pray with you and hopefully you get uh, better at that and blah, blah, blah. Maybe that's why you're still feeling depressed. And it's oh, just God. like this fuck, terrible shit. Um, and then, wow. uh, At this church, also, um, I had like, so I've heard for my entire life like, you look at porn, you're gonna go to hell. You like have sex before marriage, you're gonna go to hell, blah, 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 all this stuff. Um, And so, talk about gaslighting. I also had an experience at this church where, um, like, I had been looking at porn. And so, I told this pastor, like, dude, I, I don't feel like I can lead worship because I'm a sinner. Like, I feel really guilty. I've been looking at porn, blah, blah, blah. And he's, he straight up told me like, Oh, and this is because if I didn't lead worship, there was nobody there to do it. And that was like a majority of the service besides like the preaching portion of it. So he needed me to do that. So he says there and says like, no, uh, I'm going to kick your ass. If you don't just, if you don't just accept God's forgiveness, like he's forgiven you and blah, blah, blah. So it's like, on one hand, you're telling me like, I'm going to go to hell and that stuff's really sinful. But on this other hand, you're telling me like, Oh no, God loves me and God forgives me. And so it's like I'm gonna kick your oh. ass if you don't just believe that God forgives you, and if you don't believe what? that God uh, loves you still, and you still have to get up there and do that because uh, you're glorifying oh, Him and blah blah. And I was like,
1: what the what fuck, the man? F- wow. Oh um, my god. Yeah, Dude, so,
0: that is wild. Yeah, was like beating you up. It's like, don't you feel God's love? Yeah. Like, talk
1: about
3: manipulation. Oh,
1: it's, like,
3: it's like you're going to hell, but also God forgives you, so you better believe in that, or I'm gonna kick your ass. It's like. Because dude. I need you for service yes, tomorrow. Right. Exactly, exactly. Right. Literally.
2: Oh my, yeah. wow, dude. And what so, a fucking story. Yeah, and oh, we're not <laughs> even done yet.
3: So, uh, <laughs> so, like, we're, like, in this position where I am questioning things. I'm really depressed. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm, like, trying to figure out, like, how do I not get depressed? As if it's mm-hmm. like, oh, you just pray and Jesus takes it away from you. Like, right. yeah, that right. really happened. Um. When that didn't help, I was like, well, I'm going to start to take things into my own hands. And then Assemblies of God is also like super, super fundamentalist. And it's like, you don't drink, you don't cuss, you don't anything basically that brings you like physical pleasure is a sin. Like you don't do any of that. Um, And so I was like so depressed and I like had never drank in my life. Um, I drank one time as a teenager Uh, but besides that, I never drank in my entire life. Even like when I turned 21, it wasn't a thing because I was super Christian and we don't do that and blah, blah, blah. And so I, um, I was like, well, fuck it. None of this stuff is helping. So I'm going to start drinking. And I started drinking Mm -hmm. and drank a lot. Um, and then, like I said, as they would call it, sexual sin was like my biggest vice. And so Mm -hmm. like, it got to the point where I was like, watching so much porn where it's like this doesn't even satisfy me anymore so i'm like oh i'm gonna i'm gonna download Tender and i'm gonna start like hooking up with girls and now it's like right there's not a problem with that like if, yeah. if you want to like fuck around like and have a ho yeah. phase cool go do that like fuck there's nothing yeah. wrong with it. now that and now that i'm outside of it it's like, of course there's nothing wrong with that but back then it's like yep. that was the cardinal sin like that's the biggest thing right. you do not do because uh. you don't have sex before marriage um yeah So I did do that too. And then because I grew up in purity culture and heard my entire life, like you have sex before marriage, or even in this church, it's like, Oh, you drink alcohol. Like those are huge sins and you're going to go to hell. And so I felt super guilty about it. And so because of that, what did I do? I I sat down with my pastor and I said, Hey, I got to talk to you. I got to be honest with you. And I was like, I'm struggling with this. And I'm struggling with this. Uh, I've been drinking and I've been hooking up with girls And he sits there and this is like right before a service. Um, It's like a Sunday morning. And I was like, I feel super guilty. I'm going to sit him down and like get this off my chest because I've been faking this and been putting a mask on for so long. Um, But this is like an extra mask kind of. Um, So I was like, I got to get this off my chest before I get up and like fake it in front of these people. And so I sit my pastor down and tell him like, I've been doing these things. I feel really guilty. Um, I know I shouldn't be doing them. And then talk about gaslighting again. He's like, Oh, we're going to sit down and we're going to, we're going to work on this. We're going to get through it together. Like we're, it's going to be okay. Um, just go ahead and get through the service and then, <laughs> and then we'll, yeah. So just go ahead and get through the service today. And then we'll talk about plans afterwards and we're, we're going to get you taken care of. We're going to get you some help and we'll get you through this. Okay. It's not a big deal. Like God forgives you all that. Um, so you
0: know like they're god like they know that he forgives you yeah
3: yeah and so like i go through this service and i feel like oh cool like there's a weight lifted off my shoulders because i was honest and i got this off my chest and i'm not Mm -hmm. like i'm still hiding the fact that i don't necessarily agree with a lot of the stuff but at least i didn't like Mm -hmm. i'm not lying or hiding the fact that like i've been doing this other stuff um so we get through the service and there's like a weight off my shoulders and then after, after church, the pastor's like, Hey, I got to go to family with my lunch or go to go to lunch with my family. But uh, sure. when you come in tomorrow, we're going to sit down and we'll, we'll talk about a plan of like uh, they call it like a restoration plan. We're going to, we're going to, we restoration plan of like the things that you can do to, what? to work on, on getting better and work on these struggles. Um, and so the next day I show up and this dude says, Yeah. So I'm actually, uh, going to need to take your keys and, uh, we, we can't have you, uh, leading worship anymore because you can't be living in sin and also like leading worship and you can't be like on staff at a church and be leading worship. And he says, and also, uh, you might want to start going to a different church to get healthy because it's going to be really awkward (gasps) if, if the people at the church see you just sitting in the pews and don't see you on, on a stage leading worship. Um, so you might just want to go to another church to get healthy because uh, we don't want it to be awkward because this dude like couldn't even say the word sex without turning red in the face. Cause it was such like a oh sin. Um, so
2: he probably gets a boner when he says, probably. the word. yeah, sex. for
3: real. Um, and so basically the day before he's like, Oh no, it's all good. We're going to get you taken care of. And then again, it's because he needed me to play at that service. Yeah. And then the next day he's basically like, all right, uh, you're going to soil our image. If, If you're still here and people are gonna start asking questions if you're not on stage and they still see you. And so we have to have like an image of perfection here at at the church because uh we're Christians and we're perfect and this and that. And so yeah, so basically like that was like part of my income and just overnight he's just like, Okay, well, sorry, see you later. I'm gonna need your keys. Don't come back to the church because we don't want it to be awkward. Um don't let the door hit you pretty much. And
0: so they made so, it all dude, about them instead of actually trying to, you know, Oh, quote, unquote, it's always about manipulating
2: you know. people, using people and right. when you are no longer useful to them, they tell you to fuck yeah, off. Yeah,
3: absolutely. Or, How or like I, fantastic. I was going to, like soil their image. That was what I always thought I was like, oh, they had to kick me Amen. out because I was going to soil their image because I I couldn't like publicly like be honest or talk about what was the right. terrible sins that I was doing that made them kick me off wow. of, of the staff pretty much.
2: Right. Um man, I'm sorry you went to this yeah, to this shit. That's <sighs> fucked up. No, it's, it's all good. I'm a l- now a little, when you a left but I bet I was gonna say like were you like devastated or were you like fuck you guys I'm atheist now or how <laughs> no, was, so honestly what was your reaction
3: honestly at first like I was like well shit like that's part of my income. How am I gonna pay my bills? But then another part of me, I honestly felt like the most free that I'd ever felt in my entire life because for like over a year, I had been struggling with like, do I even believe in this stuff? Do I even agree with this stuff? And just like faking it to make money basically. Uh, Yeah. So at that point I was just like, well, shit, I don't need to fake it anymore. Like I, I can have these questions and I can like, uh, like be honest. And I wasn't like honest and open with people, but just like with myself of like, I don't need to put a mask on anymore. I can, I can have these questions and I can, uh, and I did actually end up going to another church because that's all I knew wow. for my entire life is like, you go to church, you believe right. in God. Yep. So at that point, like I still believed in God. Um, okay. But I was like, okay, well, I'm just going to go to this other church. And uh, I did start attending this other church and I went there for a few months, but like that entire time, I was just like, man, I still have these questions of stuff that's in the Bible and I still like, I don't have a problem with sex or with homosexuality. I don't have um, a problem with like a lot of the stuff that Christianity and the church has a problem with. And so I was still going to this church, this other church, and I was just like, okay, well, I'm still going to just attend a church and I'm still going to like focus on having a personal relationship with God that kind of thing um and the thing that like the very last time i ever went to a church this uh pastor gets up and he's just like all right church i i'm just gonna be bold for god today and i i know this is gonna ruffle some feathers but uh i just need to be bold and say this uh -hmm. and he just says homosexuality is a sin and just like in my head i'm just like dude you're not being bold you're a fucking asshole um And that was like the last time I ever went to a church and I was like, fuck this. Like that was one of the biggest things that I had been questioning for so long of like, I was told this stuff is wrong for my entire life and it's not in my opinion. Uh, And just to hear this guy say this, I was like, man, fuck this. I'm, I'm done with going to church. Um, Wow. And then like around that time, like at this point, I still consider myself a Christian too. Um, Yeah. But I'm just like still questioning all this stuff. And I'm like, man, like. And I start reading the Bible for myself and like I'd read the Bible my entire life, but all the stuff that's like shitty in the Bible, they, they always give you the excuses of like, oh, well, God is love and God, uh, the things that God did in the Bible that seem like they were evil, they weren't really evil. The people that he killed were evil, uh, of but course. as I sit there yep. and start reading it for yeah. myself, I'm like, what makes these people evil just because they don't believe in God, like God supposedly mm-hmm. created the earth and created all these people and then some of these people decided like we don't believe in this god and so he kills them all and i'm like what's evil <laughs> about these people besides the fact that they don't believe in him like uh yeah so there's that and then like you're told to take the bible literally and so i started thinking i'm like what the fuck like there's talking animals in here and right. people are giving <laughs> birth in, at a hundred years old and people are uh... living until hundred, and this dude was in a whale of a fish for three days and lived. I'm like, what the fuck kind of shit did I believe for mine? And then I just start like reading the Bible and taking things like literally. And like, yeah, I start asking these questions that I've always been told not to ask. And I'm just like, man, I don't know that I'm a Christian anymore. Um, Wow. Or I don't know that I like believe in this stuff anymore. And then around that time too, my brother got really sick. He ended up in the hospital um we thought he was gonna die, and he's like not even barely 20 at this point. I'm like, okay, well, uh, I don't have a good relationship with the church. I don't know necessarily what I feel about God, but all I know is to like pray in situations like this. So I prayed and he didn't get better. Uh he's good now, Shit. but um okay. like I was taught, especially in this Pentecostal church, that like God heals people and if you pray for people and you have enough faith, uh <laughs> like God does miracles. And so I'm sitting there and I'm like Uh, praying my ass off like, okay, God, like, why don't you heal him? Supposedly you can heal him. Uh, And it never happened. Obviously, like, thanks science and thanks medicine uh, that he's good. But Mm. um, all this shit, I'm like, man, like, I don't know if I believe in any of this stuff anymore. And then I finally just got to a point, like, honestly, there wasn't like this moment that clicked where I was like, okay, I'm an atheist now, but... It was just kind of like nice. uh there was so much trauma from what i experienced growing up in all these different churches all these people come in like TikTok comments and they say like oh well you just had a bad experience with a church and i'm like you don't know my past like, <laughs> they don't I've, I've been know to you five or six I different that. churches in my lifetime and yeah. they have a specific type of trauma from each one of them like uh mm-hmm. and so um i just
2: lost my train of thought <laughs> uh oh so no you're good but yeah i i totally see what you're saying and i've seen that a lot where people who are not deconstructed of course they're, they're still in the religion they totally dismiss a person's prior experiences with religion and with religious trauma they just completely you know deny you know yeah. what you've been through yeah absolutely i think that is so insulting and 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 uh yeah what's the word um shitty
0: yeah
3: <laughs>
2: like i guess yeah you know, they like like, that's what I was gonna say. Invalidate, yeah, exactly. experience. Like,
3: there'll be people that come in, yeah. I think even more so than the people that come and say, like, oh, you just had a bad experience with one church, are the people that come in and say, oh, well, you were never really a Christian to begin with. And I'm like, yes. oh. I'm like, no, dude,
0: Scotsman.
1: bruh, like,
3: yeah, there are years, uh, that I spent more time at the church than I spent at my own house, and like, yeah, mm-hmm. and then they'll say, oh, well, uh, Christianity isn't based on the amount of time you spend at church, and it's like bro, I didn't base my Christianity off the amount of time I spent at church. I spent my entire life at church because of Christianity. Like mm-hmm. it wasn't the other way around. Right. Right. Um, like uh-huh. my relationship with God is why I was always at the church. I didn't think I had a relationship with God because I was there, if that makes sense. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. no, I gotcha. And so like, uh, oh, so I was saying, I don't think there was like a specific moment where I was like, oh, I'm an atheist now. But like, mm-hmm. because of all this trauma that I had experienced, Uh, and now realizing like all the harm that had been done, um, I kind of just like tucked that shit away and I was like for a long, like, uh, probably like a year or two, I didn't really like, Mm -hmm. uh, listen to like any kind of podcasts or, uh, like read up on anything or anything at all that had to do with any kind of religion, any kind of spirituality. I was just kind of like, I have been so burned out and so like fucked up from my experience within Christianity and within the church and so for like probably a couple of years, I just like avoided that stuff altogether. I just did my best to like not think about it. And so mm-hmm. in that time, I don't, if, if someone would have asked me like, Oh, what do you consider yourself? Like, are you religious? I would have probably said like, Oh, well I, I don't necessarily go to church, but I still maybe kind of believe in like the biblical God or blah, 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 just because that's yeah what I had been indoctrinated in and what I had lived in my entire life. And then, mm-hmm. uh, Honestly, like it got to a point where I I just pushed it away and tucked it away for so long, and I was like, I started thinking like I just randomly started finding myself like making fun of Christianity and making fun of like <laughs> Christians, um, right, right? Some of them even like my family who is still very
2: Christian. <laughs> oh um,
0: boy, yeah.
2: And oh man um it's like a natural response almost right like you you came to this natural default state (laughs) yeah so i found myself like
3: (laughs) like just making comments and making fun of christianity and then i'm like huh yeah i maybe not like a christian at all anymore and yeah uh then i like tried to go to a therapist and in my area it's not really easy to find like a good therapist especially one who like understands the depth of like spiritual abuse or religious uh, trauma or any of that right. stuff. So I would sit there and like spill my heart out about all this shit. And they would basically just be like, okay, cool. So you just don't go to church anymore though. Right? So that's good. And I'm like, Ugh. I didn't feel like it was going anywhere. So I was like, okay, well I feel like there's some shit that needs to get worked through, but I, I yeah. am not finding any kind of healing or any of it here. And then I decided to get on TikTok. And at first I like made fun of TikTok because everybody was on it, everyone was like doing these <laughs> silly dances and all kinds of stuff. Um and it eventually got to the point where like my wife had TikTok, my brother had TikTok. They didn't like make TikToks, but they would just watch stuff and they would mm. I didn't have it yet, so they would like send me text message links of like videos they wanted me to watch. And I was like, Man, this shit's getting annoying, so I'm just gonna download it on my <laughs> own. So they could at least just like send it to me on the app. So it's yes. got all these text message links to TikTok. Uh, That's funny. So I just downloaded it at first just to like watch stuff that they sent me. And then I made fun of my wife so much. Like last year, probably a year ago, I was making fun of my wife because she was just spending hours watching TikTok. So I'm like, how can you spend so much time on that?
1: Uh, <laughs> and then
3: I downloaded for myself. Like I got pulled into it too. And I'm like, damn, I'm really up for hours every night just scrolling through and watching (laughs) these tiktoks and at first it was just like funny videos and like random shit and then i started finding like people who had like been in deconstruction or even like Mm, atheist pages uh and stuff like that and i started like watching those and like following those and obviously you start interacting with stuff like that and that's what starts popping Mm -hmm. up more uh and then i was like well damn all these people are like talking about experiences and stuff that like I can totally relate to what a lot of them are saying and what a lot of them have gone through. And I was like, well, fuck it. I'm going to start to like record some of my own stuff. Um, Nice. And like, honestly, like, I don't know how weird it sounds or not, but I have found like TikTok to be one of the most therapeutic things as far as like the religious trauma or like uh, all that stuff. Like, talking about it and getting it out there has been very therapeutic to me and like no disrespect to like my wife. Um, but she never like grew up religious. She wasn't, she doesn't know like what Ah, growing up in Christianity was like. She doesn't Mm -hmm. have that background. So like I could talk to her about stuff and talk to her about experiences, but it only goes so far because she's like, yeah, I'll definitely listen to you, but I, I don't understand because I've never experienced that. Um, and so like talking about it on TikTok and then like, going back and forth with people who have also had the same experience um has been like very very therapeutic so
2: that's awesome i made fun of tiktok and then i got on it for funny videos
3: and now it's like therapy
2: for me that's fucking funny because it was a similar situation well i don't have religious trauma like that but i also downloaded it just because my friend told me to and I was like, what is this bullshit? The video loop. And this is teenagers dancing. Yep. <laughs> and then I started finding, I I found Jeff the Atheist Stroll. He oh, yeah, was yeah. probably the first one uh, that I found on TikTok. And then I was like, I gotta make my own shit now. Hmm. This is fucking cool. And, and yeah, there's a lot of people who have told me that TikTok has been very uh very helpful yes. very supportive yeah, like finding a community, community of people who for sure. have been going through the same yeah trauma bonding Woo! yeah for sure and <laughs> that's
3: like when i left church yeah. that was the biggest thing that like i felt so lonely because uh-huh. uh for my entire life you have like a church community and you have they call it like mm. the church family like uh and you have like a sense of community you see these people and you like see them multiple times a week and then if you become close mm-hmm. with them, i had like a close-knit group of friends that i had from church um that we did like we were at church together but then we like went to san francisco together and we like uh we were like close friends and we just hung out and did everything together and then once i left the church uh they were like all right peace out see you later we can't be associated with you and so like i lost so much when i left the church um -hmm. and like the sense of community was the biggest thing for me where I was like, fuck, like I miss like having a community. I don't I went from having a large community and a like close group of friends to having nothing. Um mm-hmm. and like I've found that sense of community on TikTok as weird as it sounds like. I consider not like, weird like you guys and like other people on TikTok like friends, even though we've never even met. Um and so yeah, right. it's been like a cool thing to like get a sense of community again even though it's virtual. Oh, sure.
2: yeah it's awesome fuck yeah that's how we ended up doing this fucking podcast i had never met uh, mel in person
0: nope.
2: <laughs> you guys still haven't
0: oh we have unfortunately. no
2: just kidding yes
3: we have unfortunately
1: uh,
3: <laughs> but at first it was Only just the, the podcast
2: and, and tiktok yeah yeah yep. that's cool yep. oh yeah that's cool so what about your family you say that there's some or the majority of your family is still religious or is it oh yeah uh
3: so my brother is like four years younger than me he's the one that got really Mm, sick uh um for like my entire life uh anything that i was into he was like right there like the little brother the shadow following me and doing everything so like i was in skateboarding so yeah. he got into skateboarding i started playing drums he started playing drums i started playing guitar and everything and so like <laughs> i got real involved with church he got real involved with church and then like i left church and he left church uh, so wow. uh like copycat for real um,
2: yeah, get a personality bro good for oh him God. though uh, <laughs> yeah i mean but, uh, like one
3: good thing <laughs> he and i uh like are not Christian anymore and do not want anything to do with it. But pretty much everybody else uh, is just like super Christian. Still like uh, all my mom's uh. family still goes to the Lutheran church that I was like born and raised in. They mm. still go to that church. My dad still goes to the same Baptist church that he started going to when I was 10. Um, wow. So yeah, they're, they're all still super Christian to the point where like, I don't want to get like necessarily political or anything, but like unvaccinated because Jesus is going to heal. Oh. If they get COVID. Oh. And the then my stepmom got COVID and almost oh. died and Fuck. had to get like an antibody treatment and all this stuff. And then she says, Well, God healed me. And I was like, Oh, did God no. give you COVID in the first place? Like, I mean, oh no! But He doesn't do anything of any of the bad stuff. He's just the good stuff. You can't blame Him oh, for the
0: of bad stuff.
2: Oh no! Yeah. no
0: count oh. the hits, never the misses. You know. Yeah. So that frustrates
3: me so. So yeah, much. they're they're all still sucking Jesus's. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you know.
2: Now, do you are you still in good terms with your family? Um, not Ish. honestly.
3: Like the last couple <laughs> of years with COVID has really changed stuff, um, mm-hmm. because our son was born uh like during covid and oh, obviously COVID, we're trying baby. to keep him safe right. he COVID, baby. he can't uh get vaccinated or anything so it's like oh, uh yeah we're not letting people who aren't vaccinated see him or any of that because like right. he's the most important thing um yes, and he had like issues when he was born and was like in the ICU mm-hmm. and so it was like a real traumatic thing in the beginning of that too so uh yeah basically they're really upset that we don't let them see him and so for the last couple years stuff has not been great um and then to hear that uh yeah but they they like i don't know if they know to the extent that like i would call myself like a full-fledged uh atheist at this point but they know for sure There, there was times uh in those those times when i was like drinking a lot and stuff like that there were times where i would like sit down with my dad and i would like be drunk but i would just tell him like your god is full of shit like you like oh wow like turned like turned yeah for real turned into a real jackass but like i don't take any of it back but i would just straight up tell him like your god's full (laughs) of shit like he's an asshole and churches are like scams just to take your money and they don't pay taxes and blah 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 Uh Um, so like there were those few times where like i said stuff to my dad Uh, so like he knows that I, I feel that way, but we've actually never sat down and had like an actual conversation of like, Hey, I don't believe in what you guys believe in anymore. And, um, yeah, it's going to get to the point where once they do start seeing our kids as they grow up, where I know I'm going to have to sit down and have like an honest conversation with them and be like, Hey, like we are not raising our kids, uh, as Christian, we're going to raise them to like be critical thinkers and to come up with their own, uh, set of beliefs if they want to have them, but we're not going to like indoctrinate right, right. them or, or brainwash them or, or teach them this kind of stuff. And so we don't want you guys to either, but that's, uh, that's the problem is like with Christianity is they, they feel like, Oh, it's our job to make everyone a Christian. And so like, uh, uh yeah. <laughs> I, I just know like they've never said it, but I just know the way they think is like their thought process is going to be like, Oh, well, uh, ryan's not raising the kids to to be christian so that's going to be our duty to to bring the kids into the fold of christianity and so i know that we're gonna to have to sit down and have a conversation of like you don't talk about that shit in front of our kids you don't right. try to push that on them uh, uh yeah, yeah. And, or you
0: won't see your your grandkids yeah you absolutely and, and, and it's like that's like-, <laughs> like well we've gone through the last
3: two years without it so we can keep going if you want yeah. uh, Yep. but like along with like Stead the whole christianity up. thing is they they just say like homophobic shit and they say like uh, uh, oh. real transphobic shit or racist shit um not to sure. where before kids it was like okay well uh i'll sit there and just be like you eh, know that's not very cool but now uh if my kids are ever around i'm like i'm not gonna have my kids around shit like that so good uh right it's yep. gonna be yep. a conversation where it's like you guys aren't gonna talk about that kind of shit and you guys aren't gonna say that kind of stuff in front of my kids because if you do you're not going to see them.
0: Good. Absolutely. Set that boundary. So yeah. So yeah,
3: yeah. they're still super Christian and uh... they know that I am not, but we've never actually like had a conversation about it. It's kind of just been like a, uh, don't talk about it thing. (laughs)
2: Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 Elephant in the room. Yeah, pretty much.
0: (laughs)
3: And then I wanted to ask you guys too, not to like Ooh, take over yeah. your podcast. So do hey. you guys have, I don't know are. if you've like posted about it and I just haven't seen anything about it, but did you guys grow up like religious or have any kind of connection to like Christianity or the church or no?
0: Um, I, I grew up Christian. I taught Sunday school. Uh, to to the five-year-olds. Um, but basically, I just watched the Veggie Tales tapes over and over again. Oh, good old so Bob it's fine, and That's fine, fine. Uh, fuck yeah. Um, <laughs> but uh, I do get, like, baptized, like, at 14, 15, because I thought the youth pastor was hot. That's Sick. the only reason why um but uh <laughs> but then i like around like sixteen, seventeen. then i started to realize that my my father who is now dead thank the lord um praise, that Jesus. He, praise, lord praise Jesus. the lord um he was using the bible to hide behind uh for his hatred he was he used to abuse my mom and mm. the, you know all, all the tropes basically um, being a racist piece of shit, sexist—you know yeah, the absolutely. 1950s mindset, that that kind of thing. Um, Gross. All the yeah, good stuff I mean, that the
3: Bible also condones.
0: Right, right. Amen. Amen. Isn't God just um, but, so good? Mm, so yeah.
2: loving.
0: But I mean, I, I didn't really have any trauma per se. I just it just opened my eyes to to show me what I don't want in a Gotcha. <laughs>
2: gotcha. So I was just curious. Yeah. And for me, I was raised in a Catholic household, went to Catholic school. I have a an uncle who's a priest. Mm. Um, but, <laughs> Do you keep your kids away I, from him? Or? <laughs> no, I don't have any kids, oh, good, but I don't like good. my uncle. He's a freeloader. Uh, that's all yes. he does. He lives in France and he's having an amazing life. Shit,
1: Awesome. Yeah,
2: it's fantastic. Yeah, so I, I always grew up seeing how ridiculous and hypocritical religion was and the older i got the more i got to see like um you know child abuse scandals and shit like mm-hmm. that so I, I but i never really truly believed in a god i i, I can't say i did mm-hmm. honestly yeah um it was more like okay i'm you catholic go to church? but like if you asked me like do you believe in a god i, I probably would have told you i don't know you know when gotcha. i was a kid uh and then when i grew up older uh, as a teenager probably around Twelve, thirteen. That's when I was like, "Yeah, I don't believe in any of this crap." It, it was never. I, thank goodness I was never indoctrinated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't have any religious trauma per se. That's cool. Um, yeah, and then around like Must probably nice. like college years, uh, that's when I started like looking into like philosophy mm-hmm. and learning about, um, like the atheist experience, for example. That was a big thing for oh, me. Oh, dude, when that I started like those videos. Yeah, yeah.
3: I, I I think that's what finally gave me the the, I don't know what the word I'm looking for is, but like listening it's to the atheist experience the, is probably like mm, what gave yeah. me the confidence almost to just be able to yeah. say like, Oh yeah, like I'm an atheist. Like I, okay. it's okay yeah. to be an yeah. atheist. And I grew, so, you grow yeah. up your whole life. If you're indoctrinated or in the church, like, Oh no, atheism is the worst thing because that means you don't believe in God. And there's all these like <laughs> lies of what atheism is like, Oh, atheists just want to sin or atheists right. are just right. evil people. And I'm like, dude, I'm yes. a better person outside of the church. And all these atheist people that I know are better people than anybody mm-hmm. I ever knew within the church. Mm-hmm. So it's yep. just like all the the lies that you're told to. Um, but yeah, the Matt Dillahunty and like the, the atheist experience is probably yes. what gave me the confidence to be like, Oh yeah, like totally I'm atheist and I don't believe mm-hmm. in this stuff. And you're right. There is no sufficient evidence to show that any of this stuff is even <laughs> really. real.
2: Yeah. yeah, that's, that's it, been it big makes for you, me too. Like, It starts spinning your wheels how like you start thinking like, oh wait, you know what? That doesn't, doesn't make sense. Like, why do I believe this, mm-hmm, right? right. <laughs> yeah, for
3: sure. So that's been huge for me too. All oh, right.
2: Yeah. Well, man, thank you so much for sharing your story. Yes. Uh, we really appreciate you. Yeah, no problem. Thanks um, for having me. You know, being vulnerable, saying those those things about your personal life. I appreciate yes, you. Yes, we do. Um, is there any advice you would give to somebody who's deconstructing?
3: Ooh. Um, I would probably just say like, everybody's going to have their own journey through it. There's not necessarily like Mm -hmm. a right or wrong way to deconstruct. Um, obviously like my experience was my experience, but somebody else might have a different experience. Um, so they might go through it a different way. They might have different kinds of questions. I would just say like, don't be afraid to ask questions. Don't be afraid, especially if someone's like indoctrinated or grew up in the church and we're told Mm -hmm. like, you can't ask questions or you, you can't question God or you can't do this or that. Like, there's no limits to it. Like you you can ask questions and you can uh, put God to the test. You're always told like, don't put God to the test as a Christian, but like, <laughs> right? no, put God to the test. And if he doesn't prove himself or doesn't like show you that he's actually there, then he's probably not. Um, but <laughs> yeah, I would just say like, there's, head and <laughs> there's not a, there's not a correct or like right way to do it. Like everyone's going to have their own, own way. I would say follow some deconstructing people on on TikTok or people who have done it because that's right. what I did. Yes. That was really helpful for me. Uh, Listen to some podcasts or, um, yeah, I think the biggest thing though is just it's okay to ask questions. Like don't yeah. don't not ask yeah. questions listen just because you don't Burning think Eden you can. Podcast. Yeah, yeah. Listen to the Burning Eden podcast.
0: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they're paying
3: me to say this.
0: <laughs> the paid actor.
2: Yeah.
3: <laughs> oh wait, I wasn't supposed just to say to that. Your
2: contract. Contract. Yeah. This right, wasn't yeah. Your con-
3: <laughs> oh, just
2: cut it out. Sorry. Yeah, 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 my lawyers will be here lawyers. Your, your lawyers, will be here. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, our lawyers. Yeah, They're the legal
2: team now.
0: <laughs> God damn it. I got Saul
3: Goodman on my side, so I'm good.
0: Oh, <laughs> yeah, call Saul. yeah, Fuck that. God damn it. I love Breaking Bad so much,
3: dude. It's my favorite. My wife and I are watching through it for like the 10th time
2: right now. Yes, <laughs> fantastic show. Love yes. it.
0: My husband and I still have to watch uh, Better Call Saul, but I because we I I had never seen uh, Breaking Bad. My husband had, so he was like really we just excited. watched it like a few months ago. Right, right. Yeah, we just finished it, and I was like, oh my god, I love the show! Such a good show.
3: Did you watch <laughs> yes. the uh, El Camino?
0: Yes, and, we yeah, did watch that. Yes, yeah. that's good to
3: yeah. watch after too. Yes, yes,
0: yes. Yeah,
2: good
3: show. I
0: can't fucking wait. Um, if
3: if I had to believe in in anything as a god, it would maybe be like Walter White. <laughs> See, like I, All had Hill, Walter White.
0: Yeah, I had a soft spot for uh Mike. Cause he was just oh, literally over everybody's shit and he just wanted to yes. go home yeah, to sure. his yes. granddaughter. And I'm like, I, I get, I mean, minus the granddaughter, but like, I just want to go home, you know?
2: Yeah, <laughs> for sure.
1: Yeah.
0: But I felt so bad for him. But
2: really Walter ruined everything. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't as I said that, I'm like,
1: no, Walter's actually Walter a dick. Like,
0: yeah. Everybody I, I is a slow realization. I'm like, yeah, you're not good. You're yeah, not a good guy. Sure. As I said that, I was oh, like, yeah.
3: mm, maybe not.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, uh, so where can we find you? Uh,
3: I am just on TikTok at okay. Deconstructed Dad. That is my only social media presence.
0: Okay. Are there any plans to make like a YouTube in the future maybe or nah?
3: Um, not necessarily right now. We'll okay. see what the future holds, but... For yeah. now, that's all I'm on. I, I did have Instagram. I did have Facebook, but those were like mm-hmm. personal things. And then yeah. well, sure. Uh, sure ended up deleting those because of some family drama. So I'm just on TikTok <laughs> now where my family's okay. blocked Sweet. and can't see anything.
0: There you go. <laughs>
2: but everybody else <laughs> well, can. deconstructed Deconstruct dad. That's my handle. <laughs> like
0: that. Okay, cool.
2: Okay. Yeah. And for those who are deconstructing, we always want to give out the resource of recovering from religion.org. Yes. Um, they have the secular therapy project with real therapists yes. not christian <laughs> right. therapists they're not just going to um, pray for I you yeah, <laughs> right that's what fixes God. everything I, right i've heard it's really good because they also have a some type of forum or community where you can actually talk to other people who are going through similar things right. um, just just somebody who can relate to you yeah, who yes. can relate sure. to
0: always a great thing
2: yeah and of course, we wanted to remind our listeners that we do have a merch store. If you go to theburningitinpodcast dot you can go check it out. We're probably going to be switching at, yeah, some sometime. So <laughs> yeah, we got to revamp it. Yeah, we're revamping it. But th- there is a cool shirt. There's a cute, uh, a couple of designs. There's one about um, with Mel fucking Jesus in the ass. Yes, it also comes in baby um,
0: sizes. So if you yes, wanted to get,
2: get some for my sons.
0: That's right, <laughs> <It's> fucking.
2: Pegging <laughs> Jesus. Take that, Jesus. Yeah, Jesus 2022. 20,
0: yeah, that's right. <laughs> um, also, if you're a simp, I mean, a fan of our content and like what we do, please consider supporting us. You can do so by going to anchor.fm slash 666 and clicking on the support button. We would like to thank Kayla, William, Robin, Kit, and Chico for supporting us.
2: Woo. Woo. Thank you so much, guys. And you can choose a monthly amount that you want to help us with. It could be 99 cents for all we care. Doesn't matter. As long as you share this amazing podcast, the joy. Of Bath and Mal with your loved ones or your hated ones. Mm, yes. it, it doesn't matter. You can weaponize this podcast. <laughs> you know, uh, we, podcast. we don't we don't care. Oh my um, god. We... <laughs> <laughs> like I hate you. Listen right, to like, this, yeah. bitch.
0: I want to share this with my worst enemy. What the hell?
2: <laughs> oh my god. And leave
0: us a fucking voice Please. message. We keep asking. Nobody leaves us a message. Like, I'll man. get on my knees and beg. Good lord. Uh... <laughs>
2: yeah if you go to anchor.fm slash burning eden 666 yes. there is an option to leave a voice message tell us to fuck off or tell us to have a nice day whatever you want to do leave us a <laughs> spicy voicemail like you know God, what's a girl gotta do <laughs> get some spices <laughs> and, <on Spotify>, <laughs> anyway,
0: yeah. and
2: on spotify you can give us uh, a rating as well if yes. you want give us give us five stars no no less no no less. no less than five <laughs> stars Yes. It's a zero or five. Yes. That's
0: it. And don't forget, <laughs> we're coming up on April 14th to yes. the 17th, the Atheist Convention in Atlanta, Georgia. Uh, go to convention.atheists.org and get your mm-hmm. shit uh, so we can meet up. and Get your shit together, get your shit together bro. And so we can meet up and you know, touch each other. Yes, we're going
2: to be there. Yes. Mel is going to be hauling a giant thing of lube. Uh, yeah,
0: like I'm wheeling in 54 gallons of lube. I'm sorry, 53 gallons. I've used a gallon already. I'm sorry. Yeah, you
2: used a gallon already. It
0: happens, man. It happens. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, we are excited to see everybody and meet everybody for the first time. So, yeah.
2: Yes. All right, then. Yes. Thank you again, Ryan. Yes, you, you are Ryan. fucking awesome. Yeah, no problem. Thanks for having me. And that is what the Lord wants. Amen.
0: <laughs> Amen. Amen.